guys, welcome back to the show and thank you so much for tuning in. Today we're going to be talking about the absolute train wreck that was this year's Emmys. So if you didn't know, the Emmys is the award show for TV specifically and this year it was hosted by Jimmy Kimmel. And now as someone who is not a fan of award shows or Jimmy Kimmel personally, the Emmys this year just didn't seem like a good time to me and I didn't watch them, which is apparently something that a lot of us altogether agreed on because this year's Emmys were the lowest rated ever. As one CNN article explains, what if you threw a party, one generally praised by critics, presented with no serious glitches in the midst of a pandemic, and relatively speaking, nobody showed up? That's the puzzle facing the Television Academy in the wake of another year of record low ratings for the Emmy Awards. Based on Nielsen data, the Emmys delivered 6.1 million viewers, down about 12% from last year, which experienced its own steeper dive from 2018. That is interesting, but not really surprising news, and it does raise the question of why? Why are so few people watching the Emmys nowadays? Well, one theory that's kind of been floated out there by industry insiders is that there are simply too many TV shows nowadays for people to keep up with. So it's not really a question of quality declining, it's just that the quantity has become too much for some people to stay ahead of. As this author writes, quote, the Netflixization of TV TV with an influx of new streaming services has undeniably boosted the overall quality of programming. There's a price, however, in the shift from millions watching TV shows free by sitting through advertising and splitting viewers into small clusters consuming programs they pay to see. Today, the percentage of the population familiar with many of the nominees is small compared to what it was even a few years ago, much less a decade or two. Now, it is fair to say, and it's actually exemplified by you all watching this episode, that today, the entertainment industry in general has just been hugely diversified, and celebrities don't have the same power that they used to. And that's not to say that there aren't still stars out there with millions of fans, because of course there are, but I mean, in terms of TV specifically, there's about a hundred different shows out there across a dozen or so different streaming services and networks. And honestly, it's, we just can't be expected to know who everyone is. I mean, do you guys know who this person is? Because I sure as heck don't, but hey, apparently they were one of the nominees this weekend. So it is fair to say that I, at least, am not interested in watching an award show featuring TV shows and actors I've never even heard of. But I think the bigger issue here, one that so many liberal elitists seem to just not even understand, is that I, like so many of you, am not interested in tuning in to watch an actor I don't respect preach about opinions I don't care about. I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times, but award shows and just celebrities in general nowadays actually are way too political. If you're an actor, of course you can have your own political opinions, but understand that no, that is not why people are following you. People follow actors to be entertained, not to see them virtue signal to fellow Hollywood douchebags. But seriously, it seems like the people who are in charge of running and organizing these award shows just do not get that because from everything I've seen, which admittedly is not the entirety of the award show because I mean, why would I do that to myself? But it seems to me like this year's Emmys were the most political ever. For example, within the first few minutes of his opening monologue, Jimmy Kimmel was already taking shots at Trump supporters and people who dare not to wear masks. The most nominated series of the year is Watchmen with 26 nominations. 
Watchmen is a superhero show, but it also feels very real. It's a very realistic show, except for the part where anyone in Oklahoma is wearing a mask. Of course I'm here all alone. Of course we don't have an audience. This isn't a MAGA rally, it's the Emmys. Look, Jimmy Kimmel, you can make fun of Republicans for not wearing masks all you want, but at the end of the day, they're not the ones with the sky-high mortality rates, are they, Blue State Boy? Yeah, maybe some people in Oklahoma don't like wearing masks, but hey, at least they're not shoving coronavirus patients in with the elderly. So there's that. But anyway, thank you kind celebrity for putting aside your anorexia, alcoholism, cocaine addiction, and VD-ridden genitalia to give us lowly peasants health advice. And I know with that line about the MAGA rallies, Jimmy Kimmel was trying to pat himself and the Emmys on the back for not having a live audience, but really in the context of these abysmally low ratings, I'm pretty sure all it did was remind people that, hey, people like watching Trump. Unlike you. And heck, in terms of cringy politics, we haven't even gotten to whatever the heck this segment was. You know, we have a record number of black Emmy nominees this year, which is great. This is the part where the white people start to applaud. Oh. And nod. Oh. These Emmys would have been NBA All-Star Weekend and Wakanda, all wrapped into one. This was supposed to be the blackest Emmys ever. Y'all wouldn't have been able to handle how black it was gonna be. Instead of that sexy melanated energy, here I am, alone in a sterilized green room, trying not to sneeze on a llama. What a damn it, it shame. Was... I, for one, have never seen a white liberal look this uncomfortable, but wait, if any of you out there for some reason still think Jimmy Kimmel has any semblance of a spine, keep watching. I'm still rooting for everybody black. Because black stories, black performances, and black lives matter. Say it with me, Jimmy. Black, black lives, lives matter. matter. Louder, Jimmy. Black, black lives, lives matter. matter. Louder, Jimmy. Say it so that Mike Pence can hear it. Black, black lives, lives matter. matter. If you ask me, seeing Jimmy Kimmel follow orders from a black man because he is a black man, almost as if he were a trained SEAL, is simultaneously one of the best and worst parts of all of the clips that I've seen. But regarding the Black Lives Matter rhetoric, I mean, we've become so desensitized to hearing these people say things like our people, referring to those in their own racial group, that I think a lot of us have forgotten that these people, I mean, they're ethno-nationalists. People like that are basically Richard Spencer for black people. I mean, even Richard Spencer has said that, hey, all he wants is just Black Lives Matter for white people. So it just doesn't make sense to me how the mainstream media and left-wing progressives can condemn Richard Spencer as this evil racist, yet lift up black people who are essentially saying the very same thing as these paragons of acceptance, love, equality, and virtue. So I mean, just, don't be fooled. At the end of the day, these Black Lives Matter activists, these progressives, as they like to call themselves, they're racist. Just plain and simple. And if watching that footage made you kind of feel bad for Jimmy Kimmel because it was so uncomfortable, um, 
Just don't, because remember, he is the one that is choosing to kowtow to all of these progressive ideologies. And just objectively speaking, that is a bad move, because aside from being immoral and degrading, pandering to the woke crowd never works out, because as we all know by now, they eat their own. And in fact, the very same night that he was chanting Black Lives Matter, Jimmy Kimmel was also roasted by an online Twitter mob for, get this, dare to make a joke about ice. Yeah. Before we get into what happened though, I want to tell you all about our amazing sponsor, Shaper Mint. So shapewear from Shaper Mint smooths you out, feels comfortable, and helps boost your confidence. And I can easily find the perfect shapewear for my body because shapermint.com has all the best products and brands. They have tanks, shorts, bodysuits, and more shapewear for every occasion. Before this, I was always so hesitant to try shapewear just because the concept sounded really uncomfortable and restrictive, but with Shapermint, that is not the case at all. My leggings, all the products that I bought from them, they feel like regular leggings, like regular bras, like regular underwear, just even more comfortable with more support. And unlike the leading brands, shapewear from Shaper Mint is super affordable. In fact, it is half the price. And if you aren't in love with your shapewear purchase, you can exchange or return it within 60 days. No questions asked. That is the Shaper Mint 100% confidence guarantee. So in addition to the everyday discounts and promos Shaper Mint has on their website, I have a deal just for my listeners that will save you an extra 10% on your order, but you must go to shapermint.com slash Lauren and use the code Lauren. That's S-H-A-P-E-R-M-I-N-T.com slash Lauren with the code Lauren to get my exclusive listener added discount of an extra 10% off of your order. Again, that is shapermint.com slash Lauren, code Lauren. So as the Blaze reports, Kimmel following news that he lost the Emmy for Outstanding Variety Talk Series to British TV host John Oliver made a joke about calling immigration and customs enforcement on Oliver. As highlighted by the Daily Mail, Kimmel quipped, congratulations again to John Oliver. I will be reporting him to ICE. Now, as someone who actually does have a sense of humor, I actually think that was one of the funniest lines that Kimmel delivered all night, which, I mean, it's kind of sad when you think about it, since the award show is, is so very long and he was the host, but still, woke Twitter was not impressed because apparently it's okay to joke about Trump supporters getting coronavirus, but you cannot joke about sending a British man back to England. One person wrote, the amount of white privilege it took for Jimmy Kimmel to get up on stage at a nationally televised event and make a joke about ICE and not have one person tell him that it isn't okay is absolutely astonishing to me. Another person said, I don't think Kimmel is all that funny, particularly when he jokes about ICE and the systemic terror that they cause. Another person chimed in, happy Hispanic Heritage Month from the hashtag Emmys, where the only Latinx representation we got was Count Von Count featuring Lin-Manuel and America Ferrera presenting an award, and Jimmy Kimmel's tasteless and hurtful ice joke. Harsh words for Jimmy Kimmel's performance, but before you start feeling too bad for him, remember that this is the crowd he chose to cater to. But Jimmy Kimmel was far from the only celebrity to make the evening political, and as has become custom now, many celebrities took their acceptance speeches as an opportunity to share their well-researched political opinions. And to that end, here is Mark Ruffalo, a well-known 
spewer of progressive platitudes. Coming to you from uh, ancestral lands, Lenape and Muncie, native people in upstate New York. And if you have privilege, you have to fight for those who are less who are, who are less fortunate and more vulnerable. And that's what's great about America, our diversity. We are stronger together when we love each other and we respect each other's diversity. So get out and vote, make a plan, and vote for love and compassion and kindness. Really, Mark? You want people to vote for love and unity, not division and hate? Are you saying that division and hate are, are bad things? Wow, what what a controversial and brave thing to say. It must have really taken a lot of courage to come out in front of all of your Hollywood friends and say something like that. Say something as as original as diversity good. And you know what, politics aside, I also feel like a huge reason why no one watches the Emmys anymore is because the Emmys are no longer good. I think probably due to a combination of celebrity worship culture and social media, a lot of celebrities nowadays are under the false impression that anything and everything they do is fantastic. For instance, someone like Mark Ruffalo might get a lot of attention from playing the Hulk and then therefore think that anything and everything he does is super incredible amazing including his political opinions. Someone like Jimmy Kimmel may get some laughs on his show, thanks in large part probably due to his writers, and think that, hey, everything I say must be hilarious. Hi, Reese. Hi, Carrie. Hi, Jimmy. Hi, everybody. Wow, it's a big party. What's with the glasses and the decorations? Oh, we're having a New Year's Eve party. That's right. Why? Well, because we're ready for this year to be over. You could do that? You could just end the year? Well, yeah, of course. I mean, we're Emmy-nominated television producers. Oh. Yeah. Ten, nine, eight, seven, but six, five, It's not even midnight. Five, four, yeah, but who even knows what time it is? Happy New Year, guys. I wish I could kiss, I I could kiss you. Oh, I wish I could kiss you guys, too. No, we don't want that. Thank you. Oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> if you actually want people to tune into your award shows, why not invest in a little production value? Hmm, I, I get that audio is hard. I know I've had my own struggles. Our show is not known for our amazing technical aspects, but still, if this is the frickin' Emmys, I'd invest in a mic, don't you think? And yes, Mark Ruffalo, I am looking at you. And it's not like the Emmys are a surprise. Every year, right, you people knew that they were happening. Why didn't you spend some time sitting down and actually writing some good material? That way, people wouldn't have to sit and watch, I mean, what could only be described as a grade school level quality skit. I mean, quality like that is why PewDiePie gets more views than you. That's all I have to say. And there's also the issue of the actual shows and actors that were winning these awards. The film industry has become famously out of touch with their audience lately. Hollywood keeps pumping out woke TV shows that nobody wants to watch, and it seems like now they've decided to honor those woke TV shows that nobody wants to watch. HBO's Watchmen, a very, very woke show, had a huge night at the Emmys, but it was actually so terribly received by audiences that it got canceled after its first season and is now being marketed as a limited series, even though, come on guys, it, it wasn't meant to be a limited series. And another winner at the Emmys was the halftime performance that JLo and Shakira gave at the Super Bowl, which, by the way, I didn't even know that 
live performances could even win Emmys, but I guess because it's a TV thing and it, but whatever, it doesn't matter. But that performance was hugely criticized by a lot of people who saw it for being overly sexually explicit. But hey, critics loving something that audiences don't is kind of becoming a theme lately. In any case though, that's pretty much all I have to say, and as always, I would love to know what you all think. Did you or did you not watch the Emmys this weekend, and why? Plus, if you didn't watch the Emmys, what types of changes would you want to see in order for you to be actually interested in the award shows? Let me know, but that's it for now. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.